Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Friday. Friday. It's becoming a routine where we say that, and I actually look forward to it, which is exciting. <laughs> Can you guys believe it's almost May? It's gonna be May. That was my joke, babe. I know, I stole it. I set myself <laughs> up for it. Oh my gosh. All right, well. I know you too well, babe. Let's jump into today's devotional. <laughs> oh, Better yet, why don't you just take this one? <laughs> Okay, y'all, for real, let's jump into it. Today, we are reading out of Esther 10.3, and it is titled, Serving God. And it says. (laughs) And it says, Mordecai the Jew became the prime minister with authority next to that of King Xerxes himself. He was very great among the Jews who held him in high esteem because he continued to work for the good of his people and to speak up for the welfare of all their descendants. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I have placed you in a position where you can best serve me. I have placed you in positions where you can love others with my love. As much as I want you to enjoy the many blessings of walking with me, I also want you to take joy in sharing those blessings with others. You are an ambassador of hope. I have sent you to be light in the world and salt to the earth. I sent you to serve in my name so that those who are lost will find me. Speak for those who don't have a voice and meet the needs of those who can't meet their own. The more you humble yourself and serve, the more responsibility I will trust you with. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, God tells us to humble ourselves and he will lift us up. He tells us that he is faithful to those who are faithful to him. God proved this to be true in Mordecai's life. And when we desire to minister to others and glorify our God, he will prove it to be true in our life too. The treasure of truth says, our own needs are met by God so we can meet the needs of others. Ooh, that one is convicting to me because I think it's very uh, easy to get caught into like, well, God has me in this place for me, hmm. you know, and to not think that, oh, God has me in this place for other people. Yeah. And whether it's in a place of uh, popularity or even a place of suffering, mm-hmm. he may have you in a place to benefit other people. Right. And man, I, I got, oh, I felt really convicted listening to that because I tend to only want to think about myself. You know, it's very easy to just naturally think about the things around you and how they're impacting your life and your spiritual walk and your community. I mean, like in the way you interact with your community and your own bank account and your own this. And it just was a nice reminder, not so subtle reminder for me to live beyond myself and live with the intention of others in my heart. Um, intentionally and often because I mean we do do that absolutely like we we love others and we want to serve others but I think it's easy to fall into that that um just kind of live for yourself mindset and how is this just impacting me right and so that was really convicting for me to to hear and it makes me want to make sure that like as I walk out my faith, I walk out, you know, hopefully blazing a trail for others to be able to walk closer with the Lord as well. Yeah. You know, a little personal example. The other morning I was just having a morning, just woke up on the wrong side of the bed and 
I was sitting on the couch and I was journaling and I was just feeling kind of off. And I actually picked up one of one, a letter that one of you listeners, one of the masters fam had sent to us. And it reminded me of just that, that when Chad and I get overwhelmed with everything that we have on our plate, we're not doing what we're doing for us. We're doing it to encourage the next generation. Mm. And reading those letters just gave me so much encouragement that day. And then right after I was reading that letter, I picked up another devotional book by Lisa Turkhurst. It's called Seeing Beautiful Again. And she was talking about the story of Joseph and how he was sold into slavery by his brothers, falsely imprisoned. All this crazy, crazy stuff happened to him. And yet it was all for a purpose because God ended up using him to not only save his family, but the whole nation of Israel. And it really ties into the verse in Genesis 50, 20, that says you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. And it is just really crazy how sometimes we can be going through suffering and it truly isn't just for our good. It is for the good of the other people who Mm, are going to be impacted by our story in the future. Yeah. I love that. It's a great thing to hold on to to just like look beyond our own pain and suffering and, yeah. and try to try to see God inside of it. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that everything we're going through is for this other person's good, right? Mm-hmm. Some things are just really hard in life yeah. that it's really, you know, but um, it is a good thing to inquire on God about when we are feeling pain and suffering, you know, is this something that could be used for the good of others? Yeah. Um, and God, will you please sit with me in this and all that? So, yeah. I definitely feel like some of the hardest times in my life when I've shared those, it's created such an intimate and deeper bond with friends. Um, I just feel like it takes us from like this surface level to this depth of friendship because we can relate to something that we've, you know, both been through and seen, you know, God redeem. Amen, baby. Yeah. Do you want to go and pray on out? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that nothing that the enemy throws at us, you cannot turn around and use it for your good and your glory, God. And so I just want to pray a special prayer over those out there right now who are going through a hard time, who feel broken, who feel depressed, who feel lost, who feel anxious, who feel far away from you. God, who feel like they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. God, we just pray right now that you would make your presence so abundantly clear, that you would wrap them in your arms, that they could actually feel you there with them, that they would know that you're there. They would try to visualize, they would close their eyes and try to picture you there in the room with them, comforting them. God, remind them that their suffering will not last forever, but your faithful love endures forever. And that is a hope we can hold on to every single day, that every new morning, your mercies are new and every day we can seek you. And you say, when we seek, we will find God. So I pray that Uh, our listeners would just knock on your door today and that you would answer and you would make yourself so abundantly clear to them, God, that you would remind them that you're near, that you've never left them, you've never forsaken them, and that you will use every single piece of their story and you will make it beautiful because it will be for your glory. And so, Lord, we just want to open up the floor for our listeners to pray 
and Chad and I will be praying in agreement with them. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. We hope that you have an amazing weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I um, and just want to encourage you to know that God does make all things beautiful in His time. Yeah. And there was a quote I used to say a lot, which is that um, you can't force open the petals of a flower. Mm. The flower opens its petals to you, and and mm. that's what God does with our own life, and He makes things beautiful to us whenever He opens them up. Yeah. So, anyways, we love y'all, and we hope you have a great rest of your day as you get ready for the weekend. And we'll be tuning in tomorrow with a long form episode that we're excited yes. to chat with y'all about. Yeah. Love you. Talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Adios. Mm-hmm.